Hey everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of the 1044, a new weekly website and podcast from the editors here at CCJ, Overdrive, and Truck Parts Service. I'm James Gillette, and my co-host on the other side is Jason Cannon, editor of CCJ. We'll be hitting YouTube, uh, Facebook, and your preferred podcast listening app each week with a new episode of the 1044. So go ahead and subscribe to CCJ's YouTube channel if you haven't already, and find the 1044 in your favorite podcast app and subscribe there too. This week on the 1044, Jason's checking in from Madras, Oregon, where he spent part of the week test driving the all-new Western Star 49X, and he's going to give us his impressions uh, from behind the wheel. And I think this is his first test drive since March, so it's kind of a big deal. Uh, Jason, what's up, man? Hey, James. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited. We're about to hop in this new Western Star 49X. Uh, this one's got an Allison transmission in it. Uh, my assistant for the day is the Tim Norton. He's Western Star's uh, training manager. Uh, he's actually holding the camera right now. So Tim, tell everybody hello. Hello. As you can see, I'm all decked out and I'm official. I have on my bright yellow safety vest, my hard hat, my mask, of course, which is fogging up my glasses. So uh, we're gonna hop in here, take a couple hot laps around the, uh, the quarry here, uh, and we'll report back. And we'll probably hear a little bit more from Tim here sometime this afternoon. But right now, James, I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna hop in this truck and have a good time. All right, coming up in just a few minutes, Jason's going to give us his early impressions of his test drive. And as you heard there, we have uh, Tim Norton from Western Star, as a special guest this week. Uh, also in this episode of the 1044, uh, what's a Biden presidency mean for trucking industry regulations like hours of service and emissions restrictions? And from the mailbag, uh, with Navistar being acquired by Volkswagen's Traton division, might there be a resurgence of cab overs in the United States? So let's dive in. Jason, all told, I know that you're driving several dump truck configurations and some heavy haul and severe duty 49X models. Uh, so what's going on in Oregon? Hey James, uh, you know, I'm, I'm back here with Tim now. Tim's on this side of the camera versus being on the other side of the camera. Uh, we've had a pretty big day today so far. Uh, we did some quarry driving. Uh, we did a little bit of on track driving at the, uh, the Daimler test track, which is kind of right behind you. And uh, we're going to head out on the road here in a few minutes, but I uh, wanted to check in real quick and kind of give you an overview of, you know, what we've been doing today. And I uh, also wanted to give Tim the opportunity because you'll get to read about it in my test drive recap. But I wanted to get Tim in front of you and let him tell you a little bit about the, the Western Star 49X from his perspective. So, you know, Tim, if, if you had to give your elevator speech on the 49X, uh, what would you say? Yes, well, this is uh, this all new 49X is really a purpose built truck, and we uh, we use that term a lot purpose built, and it's really designed for the tough, rugged applications that Western Star is known for. Uh, it's built with a steel reinforced aluminum cab, so it saves weight where it matters, but also is, is strong and reinforced where it counts. Uh, it's even got a hood system that can really absorb absorb impacts and absorb uh, basically roll with the punches when it's driving off-road and uh, and taking a lot of those heavy hits and uh, it's even really designed for uh, upfit in mind so any bodies that we might be installing any sort of equipment uh, it's got an advanced electrical system uh, it's got frame options and a clear back of cabs so whatever a an equipment manufacturer wants to install on this chassis they can certainly do so uh, quickly and easily James, I can tell you this truck is absolutely tough. Uh, when we did the quarry drive this morning, we beat the daylights out of three of them um, in some pretty real world conditions. And it was certainly up to the challenge. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Tim and I did a lot of bouncing around the cab, but you know, that's just part of life. It, it, it was a lot of fun. Well, hey, I'm glad y'all are out there having fun while many of us are still 
uh, stuck behind our desks here. Uh, if you want to read Jason's full recap of his time behind the wheel of the Western Star 49X, visit ccjdigital.com and see the full report there. All right, time for this week's mailbag. Uh, Jason, we've had some questions coming in about the Navistar and Trayton deal, which was finalized this week, and you reported on that on Monday. Uh, for those who have forgotten, Volkswagen's Trayton division, which is the company's global uh, trucks business, has acquired Navistar, who makes international trucks here in the United States. Uh, Trayton also owns a few European outfits, all of which are cab over configurations, obviously. Uh, so we got this question here that came in to the mailbag from Facebook. Uh, does this mean that there will be new cab overs sold again in the United States? Jason, take it away. You know, James, that's a really good question. It's an interesting question because it, it now uh, it would give Volkswagen that, that global footprint that it's always been after. Um, but my answer to that is going to be probably not. Um, I just think the conventional is in North America is just the, the truth, the light, and the way for the foreseeable future. Uh, and I don't see um, Volkswagen having spent all that money to, to acquire the company and then fundamentally reinvent it. But, uh, you know, Tim, what are your thoughts about the cab motor in North America? Oh, well, it's a, it's an interesting design that has a lot of advantages and uh, actually Daimler Trucks does offer a cab over in the in the North American market, the Econic SD, uh, low cab over. Uh, it's a low forward cab, so it's very easy to get in and out of, very safe for operators. And uh, it's, it's been very popular for us. So uh, in, in some in some areas where the cab over does make sense, it's a very popular, uh, very popular option. Well, there you go, James. If uh, Volkswagen wants to compete on the global level, they better get after it and, and maybe have an entry in the market to compete with the Econic. Mm -hmm. hey, James, I actually do have a mailbag question for you. It comes from a CCJ reader, um, and I'm going to kick it over to Tim because, you know, Tim's just standing here and we want to keep Tim involved. So, Tim, please ask James his mailbag question. All right. So the question is, uh, as, we, as we see new administrations come into, uh, come into leadership, uh, many times regulations and things like that will uh, change and adjust. Uh, with the new incoming administration, do we see any changes to things like hours of service uh, and things like that, emissions regulations that might change over the future? Excellent and timely question, Tim. And thank you, Reader, for submitting that one. James, take it away. All right. Thanks, Jason and Tim. Uh, so to answer this Reader's question, there's obviously a lot that we don't know about what a Biden administration will ultimately mean uh, for transportation and specifically for trucking. Um, you'd obviously expect a, a more active regulatory environment under a Democratic administration. Um, and, you know, if you take a look back at the Obama years, uh, you know, we saw a much more active FMCSA then than we did under President Trump. And that's partially because of some of the early executive orders that, that President Trump issued that uh, restricted the number of regulations that that agencies like FMCSA could hand down. Um, and, and you obviously expect uh, Biden to rescind some of those. Uh, you know, I think he said off the bat he's got a, a slate of executive orders lined up that will undo some of those Trump era executive orders. And you'd have to think some of the ones that blocked regulations would be on the chopping block. 
But to get specifically to the two areas of regulation that this reader asked about, emissions and hours of service. Um, for starters, I think it's really hard to foresee a Biden administration undoing the regulations that were just put into effect. Uh, I think there would be a huge outcry from the industry on that front. Um, and it really just wouldn't make sense from a regulatory perspective. Um, I think maybe you could see FMCSA saying something along the lines of, we'll evaluate hours of service again, even though they just spent the last two to three years uh, evaluating what was in place and making reforms to uh, change what was there. And uh, it's not like hours of service is something that could be fiddled with all the time. Um, you know, this year's reforms in many ways were, were fairly muted changes compared to what was in place prior. Uh, and they were the first significant overhaul two hours of service regs since 2004. So that's 16 years. You put that in the perspective of presidential terms. That's four presidential terms encompassing uh, Bush's second term, both of Obama's terms and, and Trump's terms. Uh, Trump's term. And, um, you know, that, that's how long it took for hours of service to change um, this time. So, you know, it's, it's really hard to imagine another significant overhaul happening again under a Biden administration. On emissions, however, I think that is an area where there could be some renewed activity in terms of uh, regulations, specifically trucking emissions. Um, you know, one name that's being floated as a possible head of the EPA under Biden is Mary Nichols. Um, also known as California's Queen of Green. Um, and she's been on the California Air Resources Board since the mid-1970s. And she's been chief of the California Air Resources Board since 1979. Um, and she's been espe especially aggressive over the past two decades in reining in vehicle emissions in California, as we all know, and as we all have watched firsthand. So if Biden does go that route for his EPA pick, uh, I think obviously that signals the type of aggressive stance his administration might take on emissions regulations. Um, and the second headline this week that caught my eye was from the Washington Post. Um, and, and I read the story and it basically said that climate policy is likely to be something that's woven into uh, Biden's administration across all departments, departments like defense, agriculture, uh, Treasury and obviously uh, the Department of Transportation. Um, so it's hard to translate those those broad themes right now into what that would mean specifically for trucking and for trucking emissions regulations. Um, but it's something that that seems clear that uh, the Biden administration is going to be serious about from the onset. So that's our mailbag this week. Uh, if you have a question you'd like us to answer in an upcoming mailbag, uh, shoot us a note at 1044trucking at gmail.com. Again, that's 1044trucking at gmail.com, 1044trucking at gmail.com, or give us a call 404-491-1380 and leave us a message. And uh, we'd love to hear your, your questions, your comments, or your criticisms. All right, on the roadside attractions where we hit lighter, quirkier, or news otherwise worth highlighting based completely on our own discretion. Um, Jason, speaking of roadside attractions, it really does not get more attractive than this year's Five Flashiest Fleets, does it? Yeah, James, uh, we wrapped up the Five Flashiest Fleets last week. Uh, all, the, all the trucks are up. That's one of my favorite programs that we do at CCJ. Uh, we get to honor and recognize uh, a lot of the carriers that go the extra mile with some of the graphic packages, some of the really cool paint. Uh, and there's a lot of people that are really creative with uh, their marketing strategies and the way they put their trucks out there. Obviously this year, and it's every year, we have a lot of military entries, uh, a lot of American pride. You know, that's, that's sort of the standard in trucking. You know, that's, that's the all-American 
uh, job, really. It's the, the American Cowboy. But uh, you, you can check out the entire gallery of the top five online, the ccjdigital.com. Uh, and I've already got several emails from people who missed the boat, the submission deadline for 2020, and uh, they're looking forward to 2021. So I uh, look forward to seeing all those cool trucks over the series of the next 12 months. Uh, but I appreciate you guys hanging in there with us, Tim. Thank you for joining us. Um, and, you know, let's, let's hop in one of these. Let's get on the road. And, James, I'll see you next week. All right, big thanks to Tim for joining us this week on the 1044 and Jason's Safe Travels Home. All right, well, that's this edition of the 1044. Hit us with your mailbag questions at 1044trucking at gmail.com. That's 1044trucking at gmail.com. Or give us a call, 404-491-1380, and leave us a message. Uh, and until next week, take care, stay safe.